You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Go Plug Yourself. We've been talking to awesome people in Montreal since 2011. Just a friendly reminder that if you're going to be buying anything on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, uh, go to 9to5.cc first and click the links at the bottom or in the sidebar so that we get a bit of that money. Uh, f- also follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and enjoy the show. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. It's Walter and Keith talking on the internet. Thing where a DJ was doing that. It was at a party. It was like, but it was a sketch or something, but. He just like started puking on his equipment and Whoa. kept going. <laughs> that was that was the joke. That he I like, think so. I, I anyway, that was going. the uh, the voice of our guest today. Holiday Santa Claus extraordinaire Leland Beckman. How long have you been a Santa Claus? Been a Santa Claus? <laughs> been the Santa Claus. <laughs> How long have How you long been? been a fan of the Tim Allen film The Santa Claus? <laughs> Um, my, uh, I have, I have been Santa Claus on many occasions. Several actually. occasions. I've been a few, I've been to a few of them. I, my friend works at, um, Ikea, which is a... Oh, you say Ikea? Yeah, it's a UN organization. And it's like... I really many- thought you were mispronouncing yeah, Ikea. Yeah, I thought you were mispronouncing Ikea. <laughs> oh. No, Ikea. Ikea. It has to do with... Ikea. A- a- aviation. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, uh... I'm glad we cleared that up. You know, you know the the metro a, station formerly known as um, OIC uh, <laughs> Square Victoria. Square Victoria OIC. That in in English it's, it's ICAO. ICAO. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. And uh, the fuck are we talking about? Metro <laughs> station getting getting local. She, anyway, <laughs> my friend was in charge of organizing the kids' Santa Claus party, and they had a Santa Claus suit. And uh They had a they had a Santa Claus suit and a bottle of liquor. <laughs> and that's all it there takes. was there was jingles and jangles and I, I suited up and I, oh my God. I was you, I was Santa for these children. Is that are either of you watching the latest season of the Netflix show Riverdale? No. Okay. I watched for, I watched a couple episodes, yeah. Okay. Of the this season? Oh just season? no, just the of first season two. Season two season one. has kicked things into like an absurdly high gear in terms of the mm. stupidity level that's going on. In one episode, like Anyway, I'm not going to get into the whole thing. The point is, is that they why inter- because neither of us have watched the thing you're talking about. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. But it just it does relate to what he just said. Right. They've introduced a street drug into Riverdale that is known by the street name Jingle Jangle. Oh, <laughs> really? So like straight faced like police officers being like these kids were getting high on Jingle Jangle up at Lovers Lane, no. and I'm like sold. I'm just is like it like Christmas theme or no? They did the, it's it's they suck it out of str- like stripy straws. Cool. That's how you. That's how you do jingle jangle. That sounds in the good. World I would do Riverdale. that. I want to do some fucking jingle. Uh, you know, what we should do jingle jangle. Is we should take regular drugs that exist Just and mix them up in new ratios or whatever, right, right. and do it like that, like out of a straw, and, and, and say that's jingle jangle. Any drug, Maybe mix it with sugar, like a sugar stick. Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah, like, like a pixie m- stick, midgen mousse with with a, with some cocaine and a little bit of if it's so edible marijuana. So Maybe. few drugs, like. Can be just ingested by like getting sucked through a straw. It's not like a normal sucking it. In. Yeah. So like they're breathing. They, you think they're breathing it in? No, I mean, the, uh, no, I'm just saying like practically. I mean, like the kids in Riverdale are just sucking like like through a straw. But do you think they're like eating it or inhaling it? I believe it's like a pixie stick. That's my. As a viewer, I think it's like a pixie stick full of jingle jangle. If they were going to inhale it, I feel like if like they inhaled it, yeah, it should be through the nose. Yeah. Does anyone do it up their ass? Not on screen. But I mean, I can't speak for every character who's getting high on jingle jangle. Someone's thinking about it. Well, I mean, that, that's true of all. Like, you can also get super drunk by putting alcohol up your ass. That's a thing. You ever done that? No. Leland, it's, <laughs> it's the capillaries. Leland, Leland, Leland uh, spent a lot of time in coming uh, out here in Kingston. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's like a place to where people would put booze in their ass. Yeah. Hello, hello to all our listeners in Kingston. Hello, by the listeners way. in Kingston. <laughs> the views and opinions. If of, you uh, know someone who's putting alcohol up your ass, ass uh, maybe call someone. 
Well, those Queens parties, they get pretty, they get pretty crazy. Right. They yeah. got a butt chug of like a shit ton. Yeah. There was, there was <laughs> someone who died of that, right? <laughs> like. Butt chugging? Yeah. Who, I like, think it was. Uh, took a bottle of vodka. Up wasn't it uh, uh, Justin Trudeau's brother? What? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm sure. <laughs> check it out on Snopes, guys. Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. WikiLeaks. <laughs> <laughs> Julian Assange oh, leaked a uh, series of communications that Justin Trudeau's brother died uh, <laughs> by butt chugging a bottle of vodka. A forty of fucking Canadian Club. <laughs> I've never been asked to be Santa Claus. What's that? I said I've never been asked to be Santa Claus. You know why? Because you spent the majority of your life literally being prohibited from celebrating Santa Claus. That's true. I'm also. That's why. I'm also short. Who did you think was gonna? Ask, who did you want? Ever want you? Have you been like secretly resenting the fact for years that no one's ever asked you to be Santa Claus? No, but I mean, I think someone would have asked me to be an elf. Of all the, you're like, yeah, you're definitely more. Like you're a little, definitely a little, an elf. A little Santa's helper. You're definitely an elf. You're like, and you're not. You're like the asshole elf that like rags on. <laughs> That rags on the elf, the the the, the misfit elf there. What? That, you know, like the mis- in, in Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. There's like the misfit elf. Yeah. Have you not seen the stop motion animation he's classic? An Rudolph the Red Nose. Yeah. He's the outcast elf, he's the misfit elf. And but he, he's like the hero of Rudolph. He, he wants, yeah, kind of, and he wants he to be a dentist. Wants to be a dentist instead right. of making toys. Right. And he's a misfit, just like Rudolph is. And the other elves, there's like, you know how there's like asshole reindeer that yeah. like, like make fun AKA of AKA the rest of the them. rest of them. Yeah. And there's all of the elf, other reindeer, all of the other elves. Yeah. yeah. You're one of the other faceless asshole elves. <laughs> okay, so but you, so you're the dentist? No, I'm. I'm <laughs> he's, he's the, I'm he's Yukon the Cornelius. Exactly. I'm Yukon Cornelius. Exactly. Like, I've got my fucking oh. Yukon Cornelius jacket on. You're nice. definitely. <laughs> I, I, I could not have pulled out the name. But Yukon Cornelius, buddy. See, Keith comes in with the fucking Riverdale super obscure fucking Shingle contemporary jangle. references. Yukon Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius, brother. That's, that's, that's your Christmas that's movie the snowman, right there. Right? No! Oh, that's the dude that's fucking the lumberjacky dude. The it, snowman. He's got a pickaxe. Yeah, he's like a fucking, like, he's like a prospector kind of looking. Beard. You've literally not even seen this fucking I've thing. Start Sarah, Sarah shown it to me once. Fuck's sake. Like, were you not allowed to watch Christmas specials either? Or what's the deal? Like, I'm, I'm legitimately asking that. I'm not basically, even, like, I wasn't at least expressly allowed. And if I would, they were like specifically Christmas centric. Yeah, but I remember I remember watching ones that I like wanted to watch. Like I remember the like bump in the night Christmas special because I wanted. That's to what wa- you remember. That's the one you really because I to wanted watch. to watch that when I saw like. Weird animation from like the forties. I was is like, there no nostalgia for Bump in the Night. I don't know. Well, it's doesn't it comes up. Ne- never comes up. There's no. Yeah, everyone's like, of it. bring back reboot. No there's, one cares about Bump no, in the Night. Was it, was it Canadian? Uh, maybe. I don't no. think it was. It was Nickelodeon. It was like a Nick show. Yeah. You remember I, that? I never watched it. Like a, it was like a stop. Was it was a stop? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, was, yeah. Weird, stop motion. Like, he was like gross little monster guy. He was like green. He was kind of drippy. No, that was his buddy. That was the toothpaste. Right. There. Yeah. 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 And all I Why am I correcting you on the thing that you're nostalgic about? I'm not that nostalgic. <laughs> I just I remember watching like Mr. Bumpy. Yeah, he was Mr. like bump, 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 bump in the night. That was there like was a, a toothpaste blob. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. No one cares about it was, that. It wasn't bad. It was all right. Yeah, I was like, it was pretty into it. I did like reboot though. I did watch reboot. Reboot, reboot was good. Is the was best. Do you remember how like reboot started one year and there was like and I was like, oh cool reboot. And it was a fucking like computer animated like mm-hmm. serialized show mm-hmm. and there was like. Five, six episodes that were released, and then for the next like year and a half or two years, because it was a Canadian TV show, they played there it was on only those repeat. six episodes. Uh, and then like, but then it then, got so. And good. then like a year, one more year goes by, and then now there's like twenty new episodes that they just dump, and it's like the whole thing where there's like where like Enzo's like the badass Enzo, and he's on a ship and stuff, and Bob's like it's like the, that whole like they're, they're they're surfing the web and the ship. Remember that stuff. With the fucking like, I'm uh, I'm honestly regret that I've mentioned reboot. <laughs> I honestly no, I, I I'm just talking. I just I just remember it being kind of cool that the they were inside of a computer. Yeah, yeah. and they fucking were fucking hexadecimal, hexadecimal yeah. megabyte. They were the megabyte. viruses. Hack and slash were the the virus goons. Mm-hmm. There's dot matrix and Enzo matrix, one of which is related to computers. The other one is just saying Enzo and then a computer word. Let's, can we please stop talking about Reboot? <laughs> We're uh, uh, – this is um, – Did you ever actually watch like a full episode of Reboot? <laughs> or were you just like, oh, sweet, 
This Show is, about computers. This is what they call in the business a backdoor pilot to our new podcast, Walter and Keith Vaguely Remember Reboot. <laughs> yeah. Where we don't ever watch Reboot, no. we just talk about what we remember of it. Well, I watched it, like, uh, but I, I think I was a bit old, older than you guys, maybe? Uh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, definitely. Oh, are you how? What's that? Am I older than you? No. Leland's 43. Oh. That's <laughs> that's surprising to me. I didn't think old Leland was, like, eight years older than me. I was... I was born in 1980. Right. So you are a little older than me. Yeah. So I was 83. Mm-hmm. What's up, and It's crazy. So that puts you... That's yeah, I guess that, that puts you into, like, at, like, 16, 17 when Reboot was in, like, full swing. Yeah. So you were, you were still... You were, you were, you were butt-chugging bottles of vodka in the mean streets of Kingston. Yeah. And, like, you know how, like, <laughs> a decade is a te- is 10 years, you know? Yeah. You go one, two, yeah, three, yeah, four. I, yeah, I said, yeah. That, the, and 10 is the last year of the decade, right? Yep. That's what I <laughs> no, think. No, actually. I think. No, nine 19, is the last year of the decade. That's only, that's only a new No, you're, no, you're right. No, actually, you're right. Yeah. 10 is the last year because there's no year zero. And so I say that 1980 was the last year of the 70s. I agree with that statement. And uh, I was born. That ex- in, in explains the 70s, in the 70s. your smooth and sultry sound. Oh yeah, a yeah. lot of the a lot of the early 80s was a lot was a, a lot like the late 70s. Yeah, though, exactly. Wow, Stranger it's things. almost as though like there wasn't a hard turn when a year passed by. That's the way I, I that's the way I like to think about history. You kind of have like, like like you like you think like big like, hair and shoulder pads yeah, and all that stuff. And you're like that didn't happen. And then yuppies like, and then like, it's like fucking computers yeah. and like fucking <laughs> cocaine. Like have you? I've, I've heard this before, but it seems to come up in my feed uh, fairly often about the micro generation, the zennials. Have you heard about this? I think that's what I am. Yeah. yeah. It, it's kind of interesting. Is that like the generation that just makes like self-published like like magazine zines and yeah. like they just like well, spend all their time doing like What it is is they're like, like they call it a micro help. generation. Have you <laughs> seen my zine? Have <laughs> you seen my, you know, my zine, bro? <laughs> my zine. They call it – it's a micro generation uh, of I think it's about seven years of like the late 70s to the early 80s. And it's like very specific to kids who like remember – like a good chunk of their childhood without the internet, but then still grew up with the internet. And they're like, and how different they view. And that describes my, I feel like that describes my experience. But my folks were very late getting the internet. Yeah. So very maybe, late. yeah, exactly. You might be on the tail end of that. Cause they were like, like kids that were born in the late eighties, essentially like by the time they were five or six, like windows 95 was a thing. The internet was a thing. Kids who were born in the early eighties, we had like such a long period of time without any internet. And then it like evolved. At the same time that we were either depending on the age. What like, were the 80s like, Leland? Tell us about the 80s. Tell us about the 80s. <laughs> tell us about the, <laughs> the, the, the 80s rabbits. When, in the what do you 80s, remember of the 80s? I remember that my dog Vicious was was cool. He was a German Shepherd. And I think the, the German the, Shepherd was the official dog of the 80s. It was a pretty cool dog. I mean, and judging by most action films. Like the neighborhood kids around, you know, they would come and ask to play with Vicious. And then I would get to tag along as well, you know? So I don't know if that's necessarily a reflection of the 80s. That's what the 80s were so to you were me. like ostracization. You were, you were Vicious's wingman kind of thing. Yeah. You were like, you're like, oh, Vicious has a pretty full social schedule. I'm going to I'm gonna go and chill. Yeah. The other kids didn't have a dog? Not like Vicious. Not like Vicious. Not like Vicious. He Did could jump, he could jump, uh, the waiting pool fence. You know, he could jump fences. Okay. He, he could catch frisbees. He actually competed in frisbee competitions. What? And he would like win and kind of pay his own way as so a. So your dog, your are dog. You, are you serious? Yeah. Wait, how many like my da- my dad, frisbee competitions were there like on a yearly basis that he could use this to make ends meet? Like you win, a, you win the cash prize, and you. He, my dad would just buy dog food with it, you know. Nice. And, but like, so your dad wouldn't spend like an extra dime. On dog food outside of the money he won. <laughs> no, there were there were there were probably lean years. Oh, well. yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Maybe that's like, why he was so vicious. You're like, ah, oh, vicious, vicious. You gotta get some wins under your belt. <laughs> and was he in any way vicious? Very gentle. Very Who gentle. named him? My dad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog's brother was named Thunder. Vicious and Thunder. Yeah. They would have made a hell of a tag team. Yeah, yeah. I would, especially in the '80s. Yeah. Vicious and vicious and thundered coming to the ring. The combined weight of dogs. Do you remember like the political climate of the eighties? I remember my mom dancing to to Papa Kent, Papa Don't Preach. Papa Don't. Nice. Dance. I was looking just like 
Yeah. Again, I, like I had that thing when you were talking about like, oh, like the '80s seems that so sounds, far see, away. That, that's what I wanted. That's what I, I wanted the like the nostalgic like capsule '80s memory. You know? Yeah, exactly. I don't care about the fucking dog. I mean, like you can have a dog in any decade for crazy. <laughs> well, it's like like. <laughs> I want to hear about the 80s. This, your fucking this literally came as like, not, not news to me, but like as a weird realization that Ronald Reagan was the president in 1987. Yeah. Like it seemed like it was like in my head, he was like, Ronald Reagan was like no. the president of like, 80, 80 to 88. Yeah, exactly. 80 That's to 88. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two, two terms, like most, like the whole 80s. Yeah. Like, and I was just like in my head, cause I mean, I guess that like, he stopped being president when I was five. And then, uh, George H. H.W. George Herbert Walker Bush, yeah. who turns out was like grabbing ass and shit, was like being was like is is now being you know saying he was like grabbing at ladies and whatnot. Yeah, well that's what happens now. Um, yeah, I but not I, rem- I remember from the eighties reading a lot of Mad Magazine. Nice, oh, okay. And I remember one, I think it was a cover, and it was George Bush Senior, and he was like. Read my lips. No noose taxes. No noose taxes. No noose. Taxes on nooses. Yeah, because nice. that was a very his, specific joke. That was his campaign. Yeah, no slogan. new taxes. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. No. no new taxes. Where, where that was going, I wasn't sure if it was good. Like I don't know. I was like, you I mean, had some Mad, kind Mad of magazine a, was basically encounter a with the... George H. W. Bush. Yeah, uh, he just moved into my neighborhood, and uh, George Bush, my dad, and and him had this kind of weird feud and stuff. And right. And then yeah. wait, <laughs> how much like your childhood was the Dennis the Menace? I think that was a Simpsons episode. That's oh. why I said. Uh, but I was just thinking of you with the dog and like the crotchety neighbor. That's how I went to Dennis the Menace. Running grips. <laughs> Um, I feel like me and my and my mom's place because my folks were separated or divorced, and like my mom lived in up in uh, the Heights, they called it, and uh, there was train tracks up there, and me and my buddy Jeff Dunn, we were a, ra- a rap duo, and he was DJ Jeff Dunn, and I nice. was MC Quarter Pounder because my initials were LB, nice. So I was like pound, and I was like, but I'm small, so I'm MC Quarter Pounder, and we would I would do the beatboxing. And he would do the the rhyming. You on top. strike me. That feels like a '90s memory, though. That's definitely probably a '90s memory. Yeah, I, I don't know. How old were you? This if, was, if it was older than ten, it was a '90s memory. This would have been grade six or below. Yeah, so that's that's eleven or twelve. You graduate grade six or twelve, so it's it's ninety one, ninety two. Yeah, if you're into like if it's like white boy rapping. We asked about the '80s, Leland. We asked about the '80s. <laughs> very strict. I'm I like, feel like you kind of had the edge in terms of creativity when you were like, my initials are LB, pound, I'm small, quarter pound, and Jeff Dunn was just like, DJ Jeff Dunn. <laughs> just, was it easier to like run grifts and shit like in the 80s? Was it easier to like, run scams? Like, uh, like shake people down and stuff? What did he, what? Well, Kingston, you know, there's a lot of penitentiaries <laughs> there. There's the big Kingston penitentiary. King, but King, King Pen. There's, there's about King 10 Penn. other ones. Yeah, there's the kingpin, kingpin. There's about ten other like jails around. Seriously? Yeah, it's like like in that one city, Millhaven, Joyceville, and like uh, there's there's the women's penitentiary was there too. Nice. But anyway, people get released there and like and just run my, into the streets. My dad would say, "Yeah, you can kind of tell that guy that just got out of jail because he's got those particular blue jeans that are like super blue and like." Did they provide you with a pair of jeans? Uh, they probably do. They probably give you like. I thought they just gave you every movie I've seen. They just give you back the stuff you were wearing when you were arrested. How realistic does that seem to you? Fairly realistic. That makes sense to you. That they have like a big locker. That makes sense to you. Of your personal effects and a a big like bank of lockers. That makes sense. This governmental, like this government-run institution. (laughs) Yeah, they would just give you the old shit that you came in with. Yeah, it one hundred percent makes sense that they would give you like a fresh pair of pants. What cheap? Cheap pants. Cheap. Mm -hmm. Really cheap. But a hundred percent, like they wouldn't just give you like the garbage that you walked in with. The garbage. Also, by the way, BTW, most prisons that you're being released from, that's not where you were fucking, that's not where you were like booked and no, shit. No, they send it You've with probably you. gone through three different like holding outfits and whatnot by the time yeah, they you make sh- it to the prison. And they ship your stuff. It's you like an airplane. No, they don't fucking ship your stuff. None of what you're saying makes sense. Let's look this up. No. <laughs> Let's never look this up and just leave this. <laughs> what do you think happens to you? Think they give it all to your family and then you're just getting They get throw it the nothing? fuck away. No. They can't throw it away. You haven't lost your human rights. 
they jerk off into it in front of you. Yeah. Nice. You'd be like, how about your, what about your wedding ring? Like, you just garbage. Like, you just, like, I think, like, you just envision, like, every getting out of prison experience is exactly like the beginning of the Blues Brothers. Like, no, but it's not just the Blues Brothers. It's like every, everything. It's a trope, yeah. It is a trope, but I'm like, getting like, your shit back. But I feel like it's like the same thing where it's not, like, you're not gonna be in a fucking, like, black and white striped out, like, fucking. But I've seen movies where you're in an orange jumpsuit and it's also that, or a white jumpsuit and it's also that. Movies have, like, mixed up the jumpsuits where they always, like, here's your personal effects. You're I feel like maybe like a watch and like that kind of shit, but, but not if it's the clothes. Like, I don't know. Like your wallet. Let's just do it for real. Yeah, let's uh start up a new podcast called Walter Goes to Jail, <laughs> and then we'll the episodes turn into monthly episodes, and they're only fifteen minutes long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and nice, then we'll nice. and then we'll see how you get out of jail. This experiment was worth it. <laughs> now we can't travel. True crime uh, podcasts are big now. True, True crime, crime podcasts are big. I, yeah. uh, have you guys started? I watched the first episode of Mindhunter. Have you yeah, guys, I checked you the that? first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I ch- I butt chugged that fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swallowed. I got that down pretty quick. Yeah. It, it, it's it's a it's little. Great. It's great. I like everything except for like the acting, but I feel that that's going to settle down. Like first episode, I feel maybe people are kind of finding the roles. So hokey, yeah. Yeah, it's a little, little out there. But I mean, I kind of, I trust Fincher as a dude. I mean, like, I'm into it. And, but then, and also that the guy is not real. He's based on a real guy, but then everything else is real. It's kind of that, that's weird to me a little bit. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a Boardwalk like Jack, Empire situation. Jack Crawford is based off this guy. Really? Is he really? Yeah. Really? And like, the guys from, uh, that show that they say unsub all the time, uh, Crim- Criminal Minds. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that that kind of My mother's the, really the, the, profiler, the profiler the profile well, yeah, no, it is like the guy apparently the the guy that was a, a hostage negotiator who ended up working for the FBI like that's a real dude like all of that backstory but then they changed it so that they could mess around I guess with his personal life in a way that the real guy probably didn't have nearly an interesting personal life he was just like I met the woman I loved we got married and nothing interesting happened you know mm-hmm. like might be his real story and Maybe. they're like that's not compelling drama but I'm into it. Sarah watches a lot of true crime stuff. It's a little weird, off-putting. There's a lot of it on Netflix. Like all those, yeah. like, podcasts yeah. are going true crime serialized as well, like, like, Serial. Serial and... Serial's one. Did they just Dirt, stop after... Dirty John is, a, is another one that's more recent. So. I, Walter and I went to go see last podcast on the left at Just for Laughs. That wasn't a true crime podcast at all. But they, they have... How about you shut your mouth? Have you listened to more episodes? They do true crime, like podcasts like where they do like three four parts on true crime trust uh, me i don't think it's a true crime podcast i not it's not expressly a true crime podcast yeah. they deal with true crime yeah cults yeah uh cryptids right. which are like where was the episode we saw we we saw like a smattering of, of everything uh, okay. like their their live specials they do like 15 to 20 minutes on each their podcast they do like four or five episode runs on a single thing i could see you guys doing that T- taking like uh, some sort of investigative uh, path into I don't know I Uncover- imagine it's wrestling I, somehow. <laughs> Un- I was gonna say like we did, like Montreal is a shady enough past we could do a Montreal true crime podcast then promptly be killed. Maybe yeah you can have Robbie Dillon on and, and get some get some of the backstory. We really should legit. Have we ever had Robbie Dillon on as a guest for a full hour? I don't know. We should legit have Robbie Dillon on. We've had you don't know who Robbie, Robbie Dillon is? Rings a bell. Yeah. But, I mean, that just might be from your, probably, your feed. We've met him a few times. Anyway. He's Why? an interesting guy. Is he a, a true crime aficionado? Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you uh, uh, here to plug? I mean, I'm all down for just talking about Netflix and uh, the Kingston. Oh, well, oh. I mean, like, I, th- I think that talking about Kingston is no, kind, of a, got stuck. kind of a theme I got of stuck. when we have Leland on. Like, Walter just gets really interested in Leland's childhood every time Leland's on the show. Uh, and you fault to me for for connecting with the guests? No, not at all. But I'm like, I just, I like it. I like it. I feel that longtime listeners, I mean, I think... Leland is a fan favorite of the show. Definitely. And they've come, I mean, he sings the intro song. I, did, I, I created the, the theme. The theme song. Podcast. Exactly. We hear Leland every episode, and whenever yeah. he's on the show, we get we peel back the, the mysteries yeah, yeah. of like Leland, Lost. Of Lost, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Some, someday we're going to release 
all of the Leland podcasts. We're going to find yeah. out what those like Asian characters on Leland's shoulder are like, about. D- when DVDs box sets started coming out and they were prohibitively expensive, uh, X-Files had these really cool little DVD sets that were like storylines. Yeah. Like it would just be like like the the Smoking Man set. So it would just be like the 10 episodes of the X-Files related to the Smoking Man instead of releasing. Gonna, so we're going to put out the, the just Leland the Leland set. episode. Just the Leland, the Leland set. set. The Leland session. We're going to we're going to print we're going to head down to Third Man Records yeah. and print limited run vinyl copies yeah, of yeah, just yeah, yeah. the Leland episodes <laughs> and release it in a boxed set available yeah. on vinyl. Let's just do it. Let's you got you got to include the dirty version of the theme song too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All the it'll have all the versions of the theme song. Yeah. It'll have uh, outtakes. It'll have just like bonus material, and it'll just be like a ten to twelve full-length vinyl EPs, perfect LPs. And it's look for that our collaboration with Third Man Records, yeah. Jack White. It's happening. What do you have to plug, Leland? <laughs> Other well, than that I box got, set, I obviously. Got, you know, lately I've been I've been doing talk shows, and I'm the. I'm the musical sidekick on the talk show. You know? Multiple talk shows. And I really like talk shows. Like, I used to watch Letterman and like uh, when I was a kid. And I've I, always seen you as more than a musical sidekick. I'm the a musical co-host. I go out of my way not to refer to you as a sidekick. No, I don't. Because I feel that would be insulting. You know, only sidekicks can call themselves sidekicks. Right. That's uh, their word. Yeah. We've reclaimed it. Yeah. And, uh, no, I, I, th- I think, you know, I, I share the producing role and the, uh, and the creative role in yeah. the show in general. Yeah. And I got two of them. I got Night Fight and I got Life Lessons. And I got both, both shows. They're both coming up. In December. Wow. The first one is Night Fight. Night Fight, December second. Night Fight, Christmas. Night Fight, Christmas. Yeah, and now it's it's no it's, it's no. Can we tell the backstory I'm, of what of how the theme came to be this this year's theme? Yeah, I think you could tell it better. Yeah, yeah, because I was fucked up. <laughs> so can, we, I, can I just say, Lily? Yeah. As a viewer of late night talk show hosts, I always loved the musical guest or musical mm-hmm. host. Because I was fine, I found him more relatable. He was like, right. he's the voice of the people. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I'm just sort of like, I'm like, yeah, he, he's saying, he's calling him out. I was, I, I like, yeah, I like you Max. Can trust their reaction. Yeah, I like, I like Max. Uh, Max Weinberg. Weinberg. Yeah. Weinberg was probably my favorite. I think he did uh, nothing. He was great. Yeah. Yeah. But he, just, but he was a sick drummer. He no sold and everything that that Conan did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Great, just yeah. just no sold. Uh, Paul Paul Schaefer was also obviously. I, yeah. I might the sh- when Paul Shear. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't like Leno's guy. Uh, I don't remember Leno's. Uh, guy. Yeah, no idea. It was His guitar uh, player. Ke- Eubanks, Kevin Eubanks. Kevin Eubanks. And I liked uh, on the on the on the uh, kind of more in the night fight category on comedy bang bang. I loved Reggie Watts. Yeah, I like, loved Weird Al Yankovic. Like that's amazing. Yeah. I loved the season they did with Kid Cudi as the musical host. That was great. But really, and I think the most prestige has got to be the Roots. Like, yeah, the, the Roots. Yeah, no, like, it's insanity. Like, I was so I was so surprised when they the the house band oh, the fuck. Roots, and then they and then they compliment every musical act or not everyone, but a lot of them. They're so the, versatile, the thing is, yeah. you know, we're talking about all these like we're saying is the musical guys these formal it's talk show great. elements, mm-hmm. but our upcoming you know night thing, office Christmas party. Yeah. It's it's not even. Really, in a lot of ways, it's not a, it's not a, as, as much of a full blown show as we normally do, as much as, as it is an office the, Christmas party. an office Christmas party yeah. for the night fight offices for you know our regular contributors, our twentieth century night n- night fight night fight yeah our staffers our right. writers we have a lot of writers so writers. is this going uh, full Larry Sa- and our fans and so our this fans. is like a full Larry Sanders situation Larry what Larry Sanders show I don't know what that is Gary Shandling show. Mm-mm. What are you shaking your... Don't know any of those things. What are you shaking your head? I don't know what that is. Oh, so this is a fully original... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I was going to say this is like exists... Like this is the behind the scenes of some of the... Well, here's the thing. So you're not... You're like... You're asking all these questions and it's it's straight up... It's a party. You're in an office Christmas party? Yeah. This is our office Christmas party. The night fight office Christmas party. That's this what is what you, I don't know what you're... Like so... You'll, you know, you'll, the, the, you're, the audience is going to come. There'll be drinks and stuff. Yeah. And we'll have a party. Great. So but then does everyone in the audience work for night fight now? I said it's it's for the we said it's for the staff, right? And the fans. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Fans are invited. Fans got to pay. Open door policy. Staff staff drinks for free. 
not for free. Staff uh, shows drink up for included free. One, one calm drink per nice. guest. Is it a Walter J. Ling cocktail special? It's a Walter J. Nog. It's Nog, yeah, Walter J. Nog, yeah. Walter J. Nog. You should name that is what you should. Right? We've had. Oh, I, I hate the eggnog. You don't like it at all? Disgusting. I've, do, do you do you do you hate it in all forms? <laughs> I just I I haven't even really tried it lately. Maybe I would like it. I don't even know. It's good. You got to put good it's, booze in it. It's good booze and at least like three ice cubes. Yeah. Mike, you see, it's chicken milk. In French, it's chicken milk. Yeah, let bull. Let bull. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, speaking of my 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 holiday, my religious upbringing, we always had eggnog. I think my mom just really liked eggnog. Yeah, mm. probably. Like she's like, just ignore ignore the tinsel or whatever on the yeah, packaging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, it's, it's always packaged with Christmas shit. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fully Christmas packaged. But yeah, no. Uh, so you get a Walter J. Nog. Yeah. Yeah, so and, yeah, and there's you know brand new top thirty eight list. Brand new top thirty eight. We were. Um, I'm gonna try to find like a big whiteboard and like put some some dollar store tinsel on it to make a look, try to make it look like a real office Christmas party. You know. Nice. Uh, I don't know if I'm dressing up as Santa or not. Well, well, well no, but you don't have to. Well, you don't have to. You don't have to because real Santa. Santa, Santa oh, you read the description. Up. Yeah. Real Santa, actual Santa is gonna be actual there. Actual Santa. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Actual Santa is gonna be there. Yeah. Uh, Beth McKenna is gonna be there. Beth McKenna, actual Santa. Yeah, uh, those are the big. Those are the headliners. I don't know if, if you ever heard that that Christmas song, "Baby, Please Come Home." Yeah, we were thinking about maybe doing that, and like this is like great sax solo. But that but Beth. come come is spelled C U M. So no, no, oh, no, no, no. Beth is a legitimate musician, right? And she's uh, been in the last few night pleasure. We returned, yeah. by the way, to Mainline Theater for our last show. I was going to say you guys our, got some goodwill. Our, with, Hall- our Halloween somehow. show. Mm-hmm. And that, and you were there. Yeah, you, you went, that was all right. It did well. Yeah, that was, that was all right. <laughs> <laughs> that was okay. It was you crazy. Mean, it, went, did, it was it was you it was really good. Apparently, like, didn't uh, anger any foul spirits. I think something possessed him. Despite in, in the second, I don't remember the, thir- the second half of that in, show. In the third act, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I mean, then it was contained entirely within you. If if anything bad happened, it was just you didn't. It didn't we'll have to see at the at the office Christmas party, you know, right. Yeah, and so just to be clear, yeah, at this office Christmas party, cost ten dollars to attend. Absolutely <laughs> zero tolerance on sexual harassment. Zero. Oh yeah, whoa, none of that. Whoa. None. That's that. Ha- I mean, I don't, I've heard that that happens. Yeah, sometimes at office Christmas parties. Yeah, and this is a shoot. Like this is not part of the bit. Like seriously. <laughs> Well, we I mean, want, I, I, think I, I, I would we like want to. People, we have I never, like I don't think, think we've ever been accused by a guest of grope. Like, I don't think we've ever groped a single guest. <laughs> I like. I don't think. <laughs> I mean, Leland, Leland. I don't remember. I don't remember the possession bit, but uh, I don't think. And if it, and if, and if that did happen, I just want to say that yeah. I was gay while it did. <laughs> uh, we talked about this while it's right. Don't, I don't edit this podcast. Because <laughs> because of this thing, space he said. Anyway, yeah, we got um, But then, knife, and then, <laughs> but it's gonna be good. So that's December second. Zero harassment. Zero harassment. Like, I will. That's, I, that's what it should have been called. A zero, a, a knife fight, zero harassment. Office. But then, Christmas what would party. Leland's musical number be? First of all, Leland's numbers don't harass anybody. Some they entertain and mm. um, <laughs> fill the audience with wonderment. Yeah, true. I, I I'm a fan, but I feel that some people might be triggered. No, nope. I do have a a song that fits the Christmas theme. Uh, you have a few that. Uh, I think oh, we're gonna have to change a couple lyrics on that one. I think this year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Or just uh, expressly say that it's Kevin Spacey every time. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. And by that I mean Kevin Spacey. Just right at the end of every line. We could get we could get a guy doing a Kevin Spacey impression. Wow. No, Santa don't Claus. do that. Do not do that. Yeah. That's not the way. They're probably hurting these days, the Kevin Spacey impression is Kevin Spacey impersonation. I never thought I would find myself dressed as Santa Claus. <laughs> and then I guess that's not enough for the. What's uh, that, Kev? What? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Spacey? I'm a Georgia born. I've heard of man. getting a lump of coal for Christmas. <laughs> and then you're also doing the life lessons, the holiday life lessons, Leland. Tell, how's that? I'm not even kidding. They're doing the show. Anyway, uh, this other, has been other no. key. <laughs> the other key. Keith Waterfield. Who Keith I invited Waterfield. on today, by the way. Oh, good. Second right. time. 
He did. always shoots me down every time. He said no. He was working. Okay, but I mean, uh, we don't, we can't go too hard on Keith. I I'm feel. not going hard on him. I'm saying I invited him. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm just saying, but he Who's said he, he said he turned me down. No, 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 no. But I mean, like he hooked us up with Phil, PJ Phil. Yeah, and I still have that applause sign from the Seagull Center. So, so I mean, like, yeah, like he's he's already he's got two two he's turn, got two things two things. Yeah. Keith turned he's down. a great guy. Great guy. Um, Thank you. We we haven't the other Keith. Not yet. Oh, uh damn it. We haven't picked our guest list yet, but you know, last last show was amazing. It's it's was the last show the just just for laugh show or was it no, after that? No, we had one uh, between last month. Ah, and. It's just like, so it's called Life Lessons. It's a live talk show. It's kind of more like we're sitting down having a conversation. Mm. And the sort of the format is guest comes on. They they tell a story, like a story you would tell around the dinner table or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they tell an anecdote. And we sort of interject with some questions here and there. And at the end, it, oh, this, and the story is always very depressing or embarrassing or fucked up or some kind of shit. And... And we we drink a lot of whiskey, right. and, at, and at the end of each story, we find out what their life lesson was. Right. What did they learn from that 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 story? And um, well, did you've been a guest on this show? I have. What was your lesson? Mine was depressing. We, they're all depressing. No, mine. But I did a death lesson. A, death, a death lesson. lesson. Yeah, yeah. Death lesson. And what was the lesson? Just tell us the lesson, not the I, story. No. <laughs> I don't know because it's the whole thing. The whole thing. The whole wow. thing. I learned nothing but, today. But it was pretty touch. Like they can well, be, they can be touching. They- <laughs> <laughs> so fine, fine, Walter. But no, the stories can be touching or and like insane and like uh, and f- you know they're funny and you know they're they're critically it, acclaimed it, though, right? Like this, you you guys, I feel, are like the the darling of Montreal. Well, the last two years, show circuit. <laughs> the last two years, we've been in. Uh, they're, di- they're different. They're different things, Walter. No, but, they, but it's like you know, yeah. But that, this is the critically acclaimed one, though. This is the one that's taken seriously. Like, yeah. Okay. Whoa. No, I think we've gotten more nominations. We were for, fucking nominated for, for the yeah. goddamn yeah. Just for Laughs Award. Yeah. Uh, Night fight. Critics came up with that. Yeah. yeah. I'm just. It's different. Keith. Oh my god, man! It's different things. But life lessons. We were in uh, off JFL slash Zoofest past couple years. Twice. Two years in here's a row. here's the way I like. We had the poet laureate. Life lessons like Ca- I could see on Showtime. Night fight I could see on Comedy Central. Mm. There's not like it's just like they're different markets. They're not saying one's better than the other. Well, they're just considering this <laughs> this analogy heavily. I would I'd say more e. E E. I think knife fight would be an E. No, no. <laughs> following total total yeah, divas. Yeah, following like the <laughs> Car- like the Kardashian show. There, yeah. what is it? There, like the. Fucking... But yeah, you guys had the poet laureate on. We had the poet laureate of Canada. Yeah. Uh, come on, our first off JFL show. Uh, I had I had the band with me, and he decided to to. Sing one of his poems from his book. How fucking was he tripping balls? He was tipsy. Was he like fucking? We, we provide uh, we provide unlimited alcohol. But was he also just like fucking baked or like was he like? Did he like do? Was he like on peyote or like? No, he no. I'm I I wouldn't put him past him in his youth, but he's he's <laughs> a, he's a mature gentleman now, and you know he's a serious poet. Walter wants and, to know how much like the Hunter S. Thompson, the poet laureate is. <laughs> no, but he he told it. He, he's he's black, and he told a story about racism in his youth in in Nova Scotia. And, and again, uh, I mean, you know, we've had uh, black people on on night fight. <laughs> True, hardly uh, a competition. We had fucking the Green Phantom on night fight. He's not black. I know, but he was. He's we were green. talking about notable guests. Uh, 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 Alon's <laughs> been on like every episode. Like you, got, you had booked the Arcade Fire, but it never panned out. We did. Book, try to book Arcade Fire that one time. The the whole Fringe Run. The, the Fringe they were, Run. They were yeah. supposed to do every show at the Fringe Run. And it was just yeah. a back and forth that never worked out. Never showed up. Yeah. Just That's not our – that, that could hardly be held against us. Yeah. You did the work. So much work. 
You guys did, yeah, the, your fringe run was insanity when I was just, just like getting my head around the logistics of doing a different guest and everything every night. I was like, and all this at the weird times of day and still finding yeah, guests. Yeah, I did scheduling. It was crazy. Yeah, I was, I was just like, I was just like looking at yeah. like your Facebook post and I was being like, this is so much more work than every other fringe show. <laughs> like, it was, was and it wasn't though. We had it all, in my mind, it wasn't work. It wasn't work because it was like, oh, whatever. We could do six different shows because, yeah. like, it's just like it's just doing the show. It's just doing. Give me six times. Let him in. Let five a week. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's just, this is how you're. This is how like pro pro fucking show is supposed to go. This will be easy. Like, <laughs> it, it wasn't that. I don't. I don't remember. I don't recall it as being. Ex- we did six different uh, top thirty eight. Six different top thirty eight. You had six different. Did you put your six monologues different different? sets of guests. Yeah, the the monologues I feel were kind of like there was like we I don't even remember what we did for the fucking monologue. Well, we the commercials kept, were the same. We I kept the, we kept a certain thread through each show about. Because I saw two a sort of a conflict between us. Yeah, yeah, and your con- and your conflict with uh, Amy Blackmore, the the head of the festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then weird we how we're working with her again. It's how she's letting us do something. <laughs> When is the life lessons and where is it? <laughs> also at Mainline. Also at Mainline, nice. December 16th. We probably won't have the Poet Laureate on this show, but we will have... I mean, no, no, don't say, don't say definitely not, though. It's, Who knows what could happen between now and December 16th? It's within the realm. And, uh, but there'll be, uh, I don't know. It's a really fun show. Both shows are super fun, and I just think that everyone... Everyone should like talk shows, and everyone should just come well, you, to my show. You floated yeah. on the last time you were guest here, back in the summer. You wanted to have a talk show fest. At exactly. The time, at the time, Karatsa had his talk show. Yeah. Uh, and there was obviously Night Fight, and there was obvi- and there was Life Lessons. I don't know. Are there other other talk shows in Montreal? I don't I've, know. I've I've since expanded my my thinking about this. So I would call it Gab Fest, right? And there would be talk shows. There'll be storytelling shows and pod and live podcasts. And anybody named Gab or Gabriel. This show could have uh, a spot slot at Gabfest. In in Gabfest. We would be like the conference component. We would be like the the daytime stuff. Yeah. Daytime stuff. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's it. The Gab the Gabfest con. The network. uh, Live podcast recording of Go Plug Yourself. (laughs) Gabfest. We'd rent the Hyatt. Gabfest Montreal. Can we get the Hyatt? Yeah, obviously we'd get the Hyatt in all the rooms. We could do the whole thing at the Hyatt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah like, good. Let's start. Let's start working on the fun. Booking for like, a three day weekend. Yeah, yeah. We can get a grant. Let's book an Easter weekend, twenty eighteen. Get a grant. Let's get a grant. Get the whole like, and we're gonna get like a. We'll get some of the conference rooms for the weekend and shit. Like. Yeah, I think this works out. I would like to just get a couple conference rooms and a few rooms at just a really scuzzy hotel. Like, like really if I if I made. A Gabfest festival. Right. Would you guys come on? Uh, um, do, do a show. Certainly. Would you guys do a show? I'm going to say yes for Walter. I mean, I would ask about the payday, but yeah, I'd probably do it ultimately. You yeah. Know, again. <laughs> I think some kind of profit sharing. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like this show. Um, yeah, we share all of our profits. Are we doing the questions? Yeah, we of the course we'll the questions. Leland has done so these questions like 18 times over. Like. Then I don't know. Do you want to... Well, uh, there's new ones now, right? But no, but I don't All think... Right, not right, since right. the summer. Wh- who was the... I remember the one I remember was... Uh, uh, we can definitely ask... We can do, we can what, do two of the questions. What's the story about you uh, saving someone? Yeah, that was, that, was a, that was a guess question, though. Yeah, who who asked? Who answered that question? I don't. The, the next guest, like, whoever the next guest was, Leland. you don't remember? This is months ago. Okay, are you saying that was your question? Yeah. Go anyway, check, you got to look, look it up. You got to go the, on the. Uh, what's the new question? What's yeah, so we have a new question, but oh, I was yeah. going to say. So I don't know. We could do something with this, Walter. What do you? Do you want to go through all the questions? No, no, no. We don't want to go all the questions. I'd no. say we can come up with something else. I think. Maybe Leland can just tell another story from the eighties. No butt stuff. Let's okay. ask questions oh. about <laughs> your dog. <laughs> what would your dog's no, I, catchphrase be? I could come up with more answers to the question. No, 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 but you're definitely getting two questions. You're going to get our previous guest question, and you're going to ask questions to our next guest. It's okay. the first three that we're, like, okay. figuring out. Okay, okay, okay. Walter? What's the worst smell you can think of? <laughs> uh, well, when I was a, uh, a bartender in Kingston, Ontario... Yeah, Kingston. The the bar I worked at 
it was like an old Victorian house and like a lot of brick and uh, there a rat died behind the wall yeah that'll do it like just right behind the wall of where the cashier cash register was behind the bar and so like I never knew what death smelled like it's got this this sickly sweet yeah. Yeah. smell to it it's the decomp yeah yeah fermenting and fucking do you know do so you, for weeks and maybe months it had that this decomp. do you know when the last time I smelled that smell was uh, this morning, you uh, know, you were there, and you were there, and you were at the Walter's dead, the bachelor party. The muskrat? The, oh yeah, the, the thing the, the in the water, waterlogged yeah. dead, <laughs> yeah, like the muskrat yeah, yeah. or beaver or whatever yeah. the hell it was, yeah. just floating beside the dock at yeah, Walter's bachelor gross. party. Yeah. So rank, and I was like, you couldn't even go down and enjoy it. We tell the guy, we're like, hey, there's a dead thing. He's like, eh. this did not care. Who is it? Someone like shoved it out to water to at least like probably Wes, maybe Wes, maybe Bucci. You know, at a different, with a different group of friends, at a different bachelor party, someone would have definitely picked up that mascot and like put it down your underwear when you were sleeping. That's or disgusting. Something. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say put it on as a hat. Look at me, guys. <laughs> that was a that was a bachelor party in the eighties yeah. where everyone was high on cocaine and no one could smell. Yeah, that was foul. Okay. That was a, question like, number two. Question number two. Question number two, Walter. Question uh, number two. Uh, I was gonna say, like, what's the most illegal thing you've ever done? And I'm like, no, that's not a good question. <laughs> no, uh, not a good <laughs> what's the most illegal thing you wish, wish you, you had done? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what's, uh, what's the best book you've ever read? Best book I ever read? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, I don't know, but first kind of books that got me into reading were The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Nice. Uh-huh. It's like I read those when I was a kid. Like at the end of the eighties, <laughs> those books uh, are written in the eighties. No, they no. are not. Uh, and I, I don't know; they were very powerful. I would I would have dreams of dreams in the scenes of the books. Like while I was reading it, I was so into it. And we, me and my buddy, we would draw uh, drawings of what the characters would look like. We were, we, I was like was Jeff deep, Dunn. I was deep into it. No, was, not Jeff Dunn. I was like, Damn. That's good. Because uh, I was hoping that you also had raps about The Hobbit. No. Like, that was... Question together to my... No, I have, I have question 2B. To, yeah. Because is that... It may, maybe it's the same answer, but is that the book you've read the most? I think it is, because I, I reread Lord of the Rings several times. Yeah. And, like, I don't think I've wa- read it again since the movies came out. But when the movies did come out, it, it was in the holidays, the first one. Yeah. It was kind of... It was in the holiday, like... Uh, December or something. It was like over a break, and like I had, I had, uh, I kept trying to get my friends who were in town for the holidays to go see it, and like, uh, I no, I couldn't get anyone to go, so I finally went after three weeks it had been out, like three weeks of just like debauchery, drinking every day. It was the holidays, doing whatever else, and like I was just so like to- like toxified by the end of it. But anyway, I went on the at the end. I went to just went by myself, and I sat in the oh. back row. And like as it came on, and it was started to play, and like it was just like I just started. I I was so, I was so down. I started weeping. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like I was just you so were like Gandalf. Uh, no, I was like fuck, man. Like this is such a part of my childhood. I've read these stories. I know like the dialogue they're saying, and like it's real in front of me. And I've been I've been drinking for the past three weeks. And <laughs> Just got very <laughs> emotional. Yeah. Walter, you, which book have you read the most? You know nothing. I like Casual in the Rye a lot, which I which I'm always reluctant about saying because it's like it's such a douchey answer. It's it's but yeah. we're regarded as being such a douchey answer. I mean, there's also, a yeah, also, but there's a lot like of Mark Chapman was kind of connotations too. Yeah. Mark Still a good book. I don't give a shit what people say. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, yeah, I, for me, it would definitely be a kid's book. Like, probably, not like a children's book, but I was like, probably one of the Gordon Corman books, because I read them all, like, on repeat. The, like, the, the Bruno and Boots books, like, This Can't Be Happening to McDonald Hall, Go Jump in the Pool, Beware the Fish, The Whistle War, I, don't know I Wanna Go books. Home. They're, like, integral pieces of Canadiana. Oh. Like, and, yeah, I re, I, A, we had a lot of them in the home, library and i just like plowed through them on repeat they were like they all take place around like 
teenage boys getting up to hijinks. Like that's like the right. that's the core element that like, the, the through line of all the books. And then I reread them all again later in life when I was a substitute teacher because uh, I was like, oh, the, the kids had reading time, and I didn't want to see them ne- see me necessarily reading like a grown-up book or whatever and having to ask questions or whatever about whatever book I was reading. So I went to the library with the kids and then I was like, I'm just going to reread all these Gordon Corman books that are still still in the elementary school (laughs) library. So I just like plowed through them again later. Walter, question three off the top, off the dome. Yeah, what's your go-to dish to make for people? Oh. The people that you want to impress? Or just... Well, I think it's got to be... It's got to be... There's three things. There's the I I do hamburgers. I put different seasonings and such. Yeah, I've had in the burger and, and toppings. Allspice, American allspice. I put in allspice, for yeah. instance. I'm good burger. I make good pancakes if it's if it's a if it's a breakfast time date. Maybe uh, have you ever have you ever or the like breakfast after a date? I was, you know, I, was I was gonna say I was like I was like Leland turns one night stands into relationships with his pancakes, being like, hey babe. Yeah, I'll make you these pancakes. Then she's like, "Oh, I was." What's the third thing? But my current girlfriend, when I first tried to make her pancakes, I used salt instead of sugar. Oh my god! Oh no! And she's and she's a bit of a wizard in the kitchen as well. She's amazing in the kitchen. So yeah. she must have instantaneously been like, "What?" She really liked me. Yeah, I was I was I was lucky. Was just, she, <laughs> oh, those must have tasted great. And then. <laughs> <laughs> And then what I brought to Thanksgiving at Phil's place this past weekend, it's Beckman's famous nacho dip. It's a layer of uh, cream cheese, a layer of chili from a can, and a layer of shredded cheese. And you you heat that up, and you dip your fucking chips in there. And oh my god! Which tasty. which can chili do you use? Do you Stag or do you use another brand? I couldn't huh. I couldn't find any this is, this in, is the, in magical, the grocery store. The magic part uh, yeah. here. I couldn't find any in the Metro grocery store. I, and I was insane. Yeah, that's so weird to me. I, I, looked, like, I looked everywhere. I looked in the organic section. I looked in the Mexican section. I looked in the the beans section. The 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 everywhere I could what think about of soups. Look, Kansas soup. I definitely looked in soup. Yeah, <laughs> soup. Soup is like soup is step one. That's the first way. And then I was like, "There's a dollar store down there too." And I was like, "Oh man!" Instead of trying to go all the way to the Provigo or something. Let me just check the dollar store, yeah. and there was one can. Of oh my do- god! There was only one left. Of dollar store chi- uh, chili. It was the. We- it w- didn't taste great, but I thought it tasted <laughs> the, all, all, everything combined. Everything combined. Once everything was mixed up. It was fine. The whole was great, d- delicious. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I love as a when I was poor. Stag chili was always like, it would, like especially when it was on sale. Uh, I'd like, sti- I'd grab like a bunch of cans, not necessarily yeah. to eat then, but I was like, I'll need them. At some point, where You're I'm saying like, you weren't going to eat seven cans of stag jelly at once. No, somehow not. But yeah, no, like they were just such staples of like I had nothing to eat. Stag jelly, uh, it was yeah. fine. Little hot, little salty. It's but nice to mix into craft dinner. Oh wow, nice to do that. Smart life hacks. Question number four. Yeah. Question number four is what from kind of our life. Are you living? Thing. These are the hacks. <laughs> <laughs> you could be like a student. I'm assuming. So question. Oh yeah. What's the hell is the question? Question one? Yeah, number four. Those were uh, freestyle question three questions with Walzer. Those are uh, pretty good three freestyle three questions. Good off the top of your dome. Yeah. Uh, well, those will be our alternates. For future reference. This is from Senecal. Oh, yeah. Josh uh, Josh Clark. Nice. Josh Clark. Nice. Comedian Josh Clark. Who was Clark. a guest Hip-hop on your on previous. On, he, on the last Life Lessons and a couple of night fights ago, too. Yeah. yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Great guy. Multi-talented. His is a little morbid, y'all. Young father. What? I, I kind of forgot about it. It's a good question. If you were skydiving yeah. and it went wrong. Yeah. This is Josh's question. Where would you want to fall? That was Josh's question. Yeah. Strange. So you get to fall on anything, anywhere in the world, anywhere in the world, whatever. Just trying to think what's going to help me live. Presume. Uh, I would say presume death. No. No, don't. But I mean, but yeah. There's ways of surviving uh, a skydiving fall. I suppose. Maybe some kind of huge pit of... No, because quick quicksand, you'll just you, you can't. You, <laughs> you, you just like rocket into the quicksand <laughs> and then just be like maybe alive but suffocating. But like, now I'm suffocating. Yeah. What if you hit like the thick canopy of the rainforest or something? 
Maybe one of those super long uh, skateboard ramps. Oh, no, okay, a water like slide. Like if you, land it, if you land right at the top yeah. of the steep water slide, and it's like, swoosh. <laughs> <laughs> then I would just like skip across the, the pool. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, that guy's falling out. There he goes. <laughs> you just like shoot down the ramp. What about like just like a body of water? Is that or just like the impact? No, you would absolutely die hitting a body of water from skydiving. Maybe maybe it's a waterfall where there's a big. I don't know. Something to slow you down. So you would just go maximum. And if I knew, that, not a bad idea because right? like a lot of. Fr- I mean, but your chances of like surviving a waterfall thing anyway yeah. are not great. So you might as well hit the waterfall from the skydiving. And then if it's not that, then I don't know. Where am I gonna die? Uh, I feel like a, like just like a, a really big like media disruption would be like 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 a Donald Trump speech like just like right in front and it'd be like it'd be super like and you just, you just your body just explodes like yeah. it's just like pow yeah exactly yeah, imagine spl- hitting spl- the podium imagine hitting the podium at a Trump speech it'd be the best yeah I would land on Trump <laughs> or yeah you'd land right on Trump take right, him right out on Trump, yeah. right on Trump I don't think we're allowed to say that. What? I don't we're think ta- we're allowed aspiring to the death of a... I feel that as Canadians, no. we're okay. I don't want to go on No, we don't want to kill him. We're saying that we're falling out of the sky and we just happen to land. Nor are we calling for his killing. No, we're saying that if we're falling out of the sky and we happen to land anywhere, if we landed on the sitting president... You're right, I think we could say that. Yeah. It's not sitting as in literally or as in his position? I mean, it depends. What's he doing? All right. Maybe so he's at that Trump. little table signing Trump. a document. We're all Trump? Trump. 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 All three of us go skydiving, Trump. holding hands... <laughs> I can see him. It's <laughs> so orange. Oh, it's <laughs> easy mark. Um, so yeah, now ask the question to the guest. Oh, okay. Your favorite part. Um, we're just gonna add another question to the show, which is just always Leland's question. He'll email it to us every week. It should just be if I leave here tomorrow, yeah. will you still remember me? And if I leave here tomorrow, that's that on my the last episode I ever do. That's gonna be my my question. <laughs> and guess what, Keith? Here's my question, and then you're gonna know that this is the last episode. I'm oh doing. no! And it's like no, no, Walter. <laughs> Why couldn't you? Give okay, me? so <laughs> here, here's here's I think this is a, this might be a good question. Let's see. I hope so. The person that you love the most in the world. Okay. It already sounds heavy. What would they have to do for you to never talk to them again? Uh, what would they have to do? This is really rough, but dude, yeah. this is like this is pretty harsh. Yeah. Fuck, Leo. That's heavy, man. Is it person I, you love we're doing the it. most? Let's do Just it. the question now. In the world, who's your next guest? We don't know. What, don't know what makes you think but that we know? Like, but now, see, this is right up there with you. Like, so now the, the guest not only has to divulge the person that they love most <laughs> in the world. <laughs> well, no, you, they don't. They don't have to. It's not. You're right. I guess. Yeah. Whoever that person is. I mean, you, you, but you could also, you could, if you wanted to, I mean, if you want to, like, make it as, like, like, dial it, like, from a 10 to a 9, you could say, like, what would make you stop loving a person? Because that way they wouldn't necessarily need to divulge... The person. That's not the same thing at all. It's kind of. No, because it really necessarily needs to be the person you love no, most. In no, the, world. the person you love most in the world, you're never going to stop loving them. Like that's. Oh, I guess that's, so. That's like. But you stop talking to them. You never want to see them again. You never want to talk to them again. Uh, I don't know. If, do you want to? Maybe if they like flushed like a paper towel or something. Like, like if your if your wives like cheated on you, would you would you never want to see them again or? It'd I don't think cheating cheating wouldn't be it. Something crazier, maybe. It would have to be. It would have to be crazier. It would have to be like Sarah was watching a true crime show yeah. the other day, and there was like a woman who had been cheating on her husband for seven years. Like it would need to be the, that kind of thing. It'd yeah. Be like, wait a second, like the you, whole time. Yeah, like the whole entire time. It was like a sustained seven year long affair. It's impressive. And then, then the husband killed her. Was what happened in the true and, crime thing. And the other dude too, or just her? No, 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 just her. He well, poisoned her. I've got news for you, Keith. Whoa! Oh my God! This <laughs> to is be continued on the next episode. <laughs> yeah, but like exactly, like because like just just cheating is like I wouldn't like it would be some problems. It yeah. wouldn't be like it wouldn't be like okay, but I mean like it wouldn't necessarily make me even necessarily break up with her, let alone stop talking with her. If I found out that like for the majority of the relationship she's been like sustained cheating. For like so long and hiding so much, mm-hmm. that would be like. Stop, oh, you, there's a cable you, there. Don't. It's okay. I've got. I've got a. 
I've got to go. You got to go. I got to go. You right. to leave? Well, I got to go pee. Okay. And then the podcast is And over. then I got to go. So, leave, Walter, this leave, is the question. Leave the place. What? This is the question. Right. What we just asked. Sure. All right. All right, cool. Let's do it. December 2nd, Mainline Theater, Night Fight. December 16th, Mainline Theater, Life Lessons. Leland, thank you. As always, your music is playing while we say this. A go plug yourself. I was playing twice. You wanted to sing. That's good. It's happening. Okay. Thanks, guys. Those sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. Oh, man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure, as always, to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, of course, be sure to check back every day on 9to5.cc for comics on Wednesdays, podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone. 9to5.cc We're not working. Why should you?